So last night we took our kids out to dinner. And it was between Chick-fil-A and the Ivy. (laughs) (laughs) And that's about my whole life right there. I love that. Do you want to go to Chick-fil-A or the Ivy? Let me let me let me ask you. What do you think I was voting for? I I know where I'm going. <laughs> yeah. I think maybe the Ivy for you. No, I'm Chick Fil A. You're Chick Fil A. Really? Well, I'm Chick Fil A because why? And this is kind of why I want to talk about this. Why do I want to spend that much money on chicken tenders? Yeah. What costs one of my children to eat could have fed my whole family yeah. at Chick Fil A. Yep. That is true. Yeah, yeah. So but it's the experience. It's the experience. And let me ask you, do you think that was a good experience? Is it fun to finagle three boys? You know, because what, what, what do parents do at the restaurant? They, uh, they're they trying to fight off the screens as long as possible. Mm-hmm. The screens are an emergency. Right. The yep. screens are their, their last ditch effort. So you've already added your stress level. Yep. This is significantly more expensive. We are trying to teach them manners, which is good, but I can do that at Chick-fil-A as well. My pleasure. It was just a whole thing, and I thought to myself, and I told my wife, I don't think we should do that again. (laughs) I I, I enjoyed my meal. I didn't enjoy the meal, the experience. I don't know if I'm going to keep taking my guys out to eat. It should maybe maybe once or twice a year. Yeah. We should be a a, a Chick-fil-A fam. Yeah. What's your go-to at Chick-fil-A? Oh, I'm really into their salads. Yes. Their Southwest chicken salad yep. is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. I love their market salad. The and market, I was going to say the market next. Market's yep. not bad. And I always get two dressings. Ah. Because yep. the, the first one doesn't last for the entirety of the green lettuce. You can get all the good stuff. But then there's a little bit left that I want some sauce for. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I just, you know, just finish it off with the secondary option. Mm-hmm. Of the salad dressing. But I'm also a big French fry person. Yep. I yep. love fries. So I'm doing the salad with a side of French fries. Yeah. Yeah. That's a perfect meal at Chick-fil-A. It's yeah. perfect. Sometimes I do the salad and the side of their mac and cheese Ooh. or the French fries. Both are good options. Yeah. Both are good options. Now, I'm a big diet lemonade Chick-fil-A fan. Oh, yeah. Have you had the diet lemonade? Then? I haven't. It's good stuff. Is that the pink diet one? Diet lemonade. No, 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 no pinks. Just okay. diet lemonade. So you don't want the lemonade too much sugar. Right. Right. The diet lemonade, I got to suggest if I'm talking to leaders and they're leaning in, Chick-fil-A salad, French fry, diet lemonade, let's go. Okay, today we are talking about excellence over results. As always, thank you so much for everybody that subscribes to our podcast. I'm telling you, you know what I'm getting excited about? It's the end of the year, so everyone does their Spotify wrap-up, oh, yeah. and the people start posting and sharing how much Leadership Lean-In was a part of their year. So I just want to say thank you to everybody yeah. that Leadership Lean-In is a part of your lifestyle. You listen, you subscribe, you download, you share. Uh, how cool was that post the other day that I sent to you guys about that pastor that had their team? Did you see this, Chad? So amazing. No. It was, remind me the contest. They had a contest um, who would listen to an episode of Leadership Lean In 10 times. 10 times per, oh, for one episode. For one episode. Wow. Um, they wanted their team to focus on that episode. And then for anyone, three of them listened to it like 
more than 10 times and then they got a prize and were honored at this dinner and i thought that was just the coolest thing i mean that just means so much what what an honor to us Mm -hmm. thank you to that team that's just incredible we're really we're really thrilled about that that gets us fired up it gets us motivated absolutely that puts gas in the tank right for us to keep recording this pod Odd. You know I love saying a pod. Uh, so thank you to everybody. It means the world. Uh, comment, like, subscribe. You get it. All those things. We're excited today because we're talking about one of my favorite subjects, and that is the subject of excellence. Let's go. By the way, we got to acknowledge we are joined today by the great Chad Narayan. The great Chad Narayan. Uh, it's always nice to have another Chad on. Yeah, I'm very honored to be here. This is incredible. Thanks for having me. And uh, I can cross this off the bucket list. <laughs> <laughs> I am I am a leaner and I have made it to the podcast. I'm excited. Let's to be here. go. Love it. It's it's not just the name. I mean, I'm all the way in on the name, but I mean, this guy's a leaner and and I've known Chad for a really long time. Yeah. How what year would I have met you in 2000? I'm going to guess 9. 9. I was going to say 8. Yep. 2009. I was 18 years old. Wow. You were you were a graduate or about to graduate? I uh, graduated. I had just graduated you, when I met you, but I had been going to right, high school. Right, yeah. but I did, you had just graduated in that mm-hmm. summer. Yep. And uh, so I've known Chad for a long time. A, a tremendous leader does a lot here and mm-hmm. takes care of a bunch. So very qualified. And you you embody what we're talking about today. You are a person Thanks, of man. excellence, not just in your fashion. Mm. Excellent dresser. J. Crew. J. Crew. How leaders. about that green outfit he was crushing the other day? Yeah. I don't even remember which one, but I, no, it I, was green he- pants, green. T- I mean, it was solid. The only co- monochromatic outfit that I have in my head is just Chad's white outfit with the white vest. Yeah. Oh yeah, strong. The white pants, strong. But a Chad, Chad's a, a a man of discipline, devout worker, outer, devout reader of the Bible, devout leader. Julia sings your praises behind your back about how administrative you are. But you're just excellent. Everything you do, you you do you, in a very excellent manner. You're very qualified to speak on this subject. M- more than April and I, let's just be honest. Definitely more than April and I. We're just like rolling out of bed, going to Chick Fil A, getting <laughs> getting mac and cheese. My God, I want to talk today around this subject though, because I think you know a lot of times in leadership we focus more on results than excellence, and I think we have to be careful because. If you focus on results and that's what you're going for, I think the problem is you'll get them and the price that you'll pay, I think you'll sabotage some things along the way. So, you know, we have to be careful about forceful leadership where we manipulate and control things to get the result. And you can get that and not even be satisfied. Right. Um, Because it didn't happen, you know, let's use a great word, organically, or didn't happen, you know, or maybe you got the result, but it cost a, a team member or two. So I think we have to be careful to focus on not the results. It's 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 that old saying we we focus on fruit uh, a root not fruit. Yeah. I think we got to focus on excellence over results. If you focus on excellence, I think results will happen. Yeah. It's like why focus on vision? My focus is never the vision. I first want to focus on values. If my values are in order, I know the vision will come to pass because yeah. values deliver the vision. Mm-hmm. So excellence does delivers the results. And I'm just a big fan of any organization that has excellence. Chick-fil-A, excellent, excellent. organization. Disneyland, we've talked about Disneyland before. Mm-hmm. Uh, Amazon. Mm-hmm. By the way, these layoffs are crazy. So Meta, mm-hmm. Amazon, Twitter. I mean, you name it right now. They, they're just 
cutbacks are coming. Yeah. Pretty wild. Uh, nevertheless, you know, the, the, you know their the product will not diminish. Right. For, right. for all of these companies, they do not uh, bargain on that. They, mm -hmm. they, they, they're going to deliver an excellent result. And I think as, as, as leaders, you have an opportunity. It's an old saying, but everything about us says everything about us. Yeah. And so when you're excellent, it's like it's not just in your attire. It's in your spirit. It's in your countenance. It's 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 your car. It's it's just it's kind of everything about you. Yeah. Is 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 an excellent person. I'd rather be an excellent person than have an excellent organization. To be honest, I'd rather have my life speak for itself, even over an organization. But to focus on excellence to me is such a big deal, uh, in a in an organizational standpoint because I think that's what allows you to get a good reputation, and that's what allows for people to have we call it brand loyalty. Right. I'm loyal to this place. I'm loyal. I'm always going to go to that, that hotel chain. I'm always going to go there because I know what I'm getting. Absolutely. I don't like inconsistency. Right. Last night, the restaurant that we're talking about, to be honest, Julia was really upset because they're, they have a location in West Hollywood and in Santa Monica. And the West Hollywood one is so superior in service and in food quality wow. that last night when we went, we we're like, this is not the same place. Mm. And, wow. and we won't ever go back there mm -hmm. because it's got to be excellence and consistency. Right. So I want to talk about uh, just a few things today. The first one is I want you to try and be great in three areas. Be Have a great product great service and a great attitude a great product great service and a great attitude this to me you know we're working on our product all the time chad i work with you a lot about the product of our organization yeah. the product from the parking lot to the kids to the courtyard to the yeah. lighting to the sound it's all it's a product mm -hmm. and you get that product good the results will take care of itself yeah so you want a great product you want great service i love being in the service industry it's all about customer service. Yeah. It's all about taking care of people, hospitality. It's why I do love going to restaurants and I do love going to hotels because I enjoy watching service unfold through the night. Mm -hmm. Totally, I love watching who's good at service. So great service. Uh, and then last one, great attitude, service with a smile. If you have these three things, I think, I think, I think you're bulletproof almost. Yeah. I think I think you could do anything. I think you can reach anybody. I got a great product. I've got a great great service, great team, and they've all got a great attitude. Could you imagine missing that third one? Our product is unmatchable. Our service is really good, but the attitude of the team is poor. Oh. Yeah. I just I I just think these are the three things that we should be focusing on right now. What comes to mind when I talk about these three things? Which one jumps out or which one which one do, uh, do, do you kind of lean more towards? Immediately when you started talking about this, I started thinking about, you know, one of the core things of the Zoe organization is we we would always, we say the day, our Sunday motto, our ZST motto. We talk about all these things, excellence, attitude, our product, service. You know, we talk about how we're generous, people first. And I mean, to me, it's, we're forming the culture and we're giving everyone a baseline for this is our attitude. I think, I mean, I think if you have attitude, you have everything. Yeah. So I love that because you can have an attitude about service and you can have an attitude about the product. You can, you know, think flippantly, this is just what we're doing. This is, we have a product and that's it. But when the attitude is excellence about it, I think attitude bleeds into the other two so much. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And it, re it reminds me of that book. Remember a few years ago, that book, uh, Girl, Wash Your Face? Mm -hmm. Yeah, 
and Rachel I, Hollis. Rachel Hollis, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, great memory, great call right there. But I like that uh, that concept, that idea of like, hey, like wipe your face, yep. get your stuff together, like it's time to put on, you know, the good attitude. Mm-hmm. You know, cry your tears in the car or have the convos, you know, you know, at night or before you come mm-hmm. to work. But like when we're here, yeah, it's like we need your attitude, like because you can't hide a bad attitude, right? Like everybody sees it. It's so body language. Mm-hmm. It's not even words. I find that so fascinating about leadership. It's like, it's never even really what I'm saying that matters. It's who I am. Mm-hmm. That people are watching and people are going like, okay, we got it. Right. And it's not like people don't have hard moments where yes. we, you know, we do want to sit in the car and cry. Like, I speak from experience. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes, of course. <laughs> but that wiping your face it's the attitude's a choice and it doesn't have to your your circumstances don't have to affect how you present yourself and i think that makes a good experience for everyone that's it that's it and that plays into the service absolutely you know the service is not just you know like there's no trash on the grounds that's part of it the signs are out and and they're not wrinkled you know so on and so forth we can go on and on and on about service but the attitude part to me is the personal touch of course the product is not the personal touch the, it's the attitude that makes mm-hmm. people go like, because at the end of the day, it's like we're in the people business. Right. And so if, if, if you know, if I can connect with others and I can kind of, you know, get past whatever personal issues, we all have personal things going on. Of course. Every day. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I say this line all the time, but like all your heroes today are getting punched in the face. Mm-hmm. So none of us are exempt from that. How do you, how do you lead and people not know? Right. You know, think about, you know, um, Black Panther just came out. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, there, you know, I think it was Julia was telling me, you know, he never even told anyone on set. Crazy. The no whole time. One knew. No one knew. And so here he is getting punched in the face. But he's like, oh, we got a product to make. Yep. I'm going to bring the best service to the table. I had a great attitude. Instead of woe is me. And man, did you guys, you know, you know that this is going on. Mm-hmm. He's getting chemo like after. Like that's unbelievable, yeah. and I think that's leadership to me. Leadership is 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 putting others in front of of yourself. I say that in, of course, a healthy tension. Right. I say that, of course, in bounds of knowing, like you do have to take care of your stuff mm-hmm. when the timing is appropriate. But you can't let those things bleed in, right, to affect the excellence of the product. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. yeah. What, what stands out to you for that? Yeah, I think going off of what April was just saying, and I think maybe to even put it a little bit different from what you were saying is that it all starts from the inside and then works out. Yeah. So everything that we've been talking about here, it all has to start inside. So it has to start inside of the person. Yeah. And it also has to start internally within the organization. Yeah. We talk about this a lot that uh, we don't want to build a great organization or a great church, uh, but the staff and the team and the leaders are all fighting. There's no unity. Yep. Uh, that all ha- that that has a shelf life. It has an expiration date. Yep. And so you can have a great product and you can have great service, but if you don't have a great attitude, mm. if you don't, if you're not great internally, yeah, uh, that product will have a shelf life. It yep. will have an expiration date, and it will only have a certain amount of time that it is excellent. So yep. if you want longevity and excellence, to me, it starts with the great attitude. To yes. me, that one is the most important because exactly what you're saying. It's like I got to take care of myself i've got to be healthy we've got to have a healthy organization there's got to be unity within the ranks to be able to uh, effectively have a great service and a great product that's exactly right and if you look at any um group any team they reflect the attitude of their leader 
Exactly. Yep. So you get, mm-hmm. you, you know, it's like you teach what you know, but you reproduce who you are. Yeah. You do. So if you are joyful and you are excited and you are passionate, you're going to have a bunch of people with you. Guess what they are? Birds of a feather flock together. Yep. So if you get, if you can figure out how to get your attitude right, you're going to really soar. Mm-hmm. If you can't, if it sours, if you get offended, if you get, you know, jaded, bitter, critical, whatever, all those, you know, things that we don't want to be associated with, that starts to leak into your leadership. Good luck. Yeah. You know, and you, I just watched that. Ad- it's so funny. Every day, my 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 four year old asks me. I don't know why he's obsessed with this question. Every day, asks me the same question. Dad, what's your favorite movie? Because he knows what I'm going to say. Remember yeah. the Titans. Yep. And then and and then he's like he's like Dad, have I watched it? And I'm like, you yeah, haven't watched it yet. But he's like, he just asks me every day. And oh, one of my favorite lines from Remember the Titans is, attitude reflects leadership. leadership. Yeah. And just, so to me, it's like, yeah, I want my attitude. I want the attitude of excellence, attitude of joy, attitude of passion. Whatever you're going to do, do it with all your heart. Yeah. So get that attitude right. Get the service and the customer service, rock and hospitality, service industry, and the product. Mm-hmm. The results will come. Yeah. Yep. <clears throat> you will not be able to hide the results. The results will be fantastic. So get those three things in order and everything else gets, gets really, really easy. Yeah. I think leadership to me is about trying to make things really simple. Mm-hmm. This is not rocket science. Right. Try and distill it down to the easiest thing that we're trying to do. Oh, it's really easy. Let's build a great product. Let's have insane customer service and let's have the best attitude around. Mm-hmm. I think if we do that, we'll have a lot of fun and we'll all enjoy each other and the results will just take care of itself. Yep. Exactly. And I think if you look at I think if you look at it like that, if if you look at excellence over results, another way of just saying that is I'm looking at the process rather than the results. You bring up you yeah. bring up your kids, right? Like yeah. if you treated every kid the same, the results would differ. And yeah. so we're working with people who are at different different points of their life. And so if we treat every person the same, that's right. Uh, the result will never hit the results that we're actually looking for. That's right. And so that is a part of the leadership of exactly what you're talking about. Is, is we've got to if we look at results and not process, or if we look at results mm. over excellence, mm. we'll actually do a disservice to the people that we're leading. So good. I love that. I think I think um, we have a huge opportunity in whatever field, whatever industry you're in as a leader, whatever you're working on, whatever project, whatever book, whatever script, whatever team, whatever you know classroom, we have a huge opportunity to serve people. Mm-hmm. It's all about people. Um, I want to talk about this next thing, which is, you know, you got to learn, you got to learn how to build, you got to learn how to work with people. You got to learn yourself. Mm -hmm. You know, there's a great saying, whoever dares to teach must never cease to learn. Whoever dares to teach. Think about that. Whoever dares to teach must never cease to learn. And I love this thought because to be a teacher or a leader is to go on a lifelong quest of learning. Wow. My son literally asked me in the car this morning, Clive, how does he come up with these questions? Dad, do you know everything? <laughs> and I looked at my four-year-old and I go, Clive, I know nothing. <laughs> so awesome. <laughs> He's just looking at me like, what? No, that's not true. But, but, but I think that's just the best way to live is to live life as a student. Mm-hmm. To posture yourself as a learner rather than an expert. We've all been around experts. Oh, yeah. We've mm-hmm. all been around. It's kind of why I like the pivot that people made from question and answer to question and response. Mm-hmm. I don't have the answer, but here's a response to that question. I think it's about the spirit of who you are. Mm-hmm. I think it's about having a, a, a crazy craving 
to stuff your head full of information, mm-hmm. right? To stuff your brain. I know how dumb I am. I know how ill-equipped I am. I know how how uh, uh, unqualified I am. I gotta get as much cheats and hacks and cheat codes and all this stuff. I gotta find a way to build a family and have a marriage and raise kids and be a great leader. I, d- I don't know the answer, but looks like you figured that out and you figured that out and you figured that out. So I'm going to, that's why I never distill your life down to one mentor. Right. right. Never distill your life down to one source. Right. It's like, I, I really like the, I like, you know, I think even like when it comes to finances, I like their financial philosophy mixed with their financial philosophy, and I like what they're doing with their finances, and then I like what they do with their marriage and what they and I heard them say that. And whatever you're in, I just think you got to a mentor always walks through the door when a student is ready to learn. Yeah. So you will find the mentors when you're ready to learn. But in te- if you're just living life, you know, just coasting, doing your thing, I'm good. Don't know what to tell me. Okay. Have fun. Right. It, one of my favorite scriptures, my people suffer for lack of knowledge. Mm-hmm. Mm. You don't know what you don't know, Joker. Right. Yep. And so guess what? Everybody wants to be wise. What is wisdom? Wisdom is the application of knowledge. I cannot apply what I do not know. So if I know, I can do. But until I know, I cannot apply. So I got to learn. Right. And for the seasons of life that you've had, the different seasons of life, how have you identified that? Just knowing where it's like, okay, this is something I need to grow in. Failure. (laughs) I mean, think about that. Yeah. You hit your head on the, uh, uh, against the wall and you're like, I don't want to do that again. Yeah. That sucked. Mm-hmm. Can somebody please help me learn how to not do that again? Yeah. Because I think if you keep just making the same mistakes round and round the mountain over and over again, the thing that you will start to despise is not life or God. You will start to get mad at you. Yeah. Because you're the common denominator mm-hmm. in all your problems. Yeah. yeah. And so I cannot promise perfection. But as promised, progress. Absolutely. Just a little bit of growth, mm-hmm. a little bit wiser, hopefully a little bit kinder, hopefully a little more generous, a little bit, okay, because what? I learned. Right. Oh, that was a costly life lesson. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was a leadership mistake. Oh, that was, why did I do that? Oh, why did I say that? Ah, you learn. Mm-hmm. And and so then, you because you failed in that area, you know, let's take... um. Taxes for, this is a great example, taxes. You ever get a big tax bill? Yeah. Okay, great. First time I got a, a, a crazy tax bill, um, I was on vacation in Hawaii. We're at the pool, and um, we get an email from our accountant. Mm-hmm. It was almost as if I felt like they sent it to the wrong person. Wow. It was so much money I wanted to... Just get in the pool and maybe not come out. Yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah. And you go through something like that. Yeah. And what do you become? Mm-hmm. A student. Yeah. Real fast. Okay. How did you, how do you do your taxes? Hey, can you, can you give me an hour? How do you do your taxes? Yeah. Hey, can you do me, can you do me a favor? What do you do with your money? Hey, how do you run the play? I started asking everybody. Yeah. Cause failure will cause you to grow. So good. So okay. it's called, it's called failing forward because mm-hmm. I don't want to make the same mistake. Right. I think something that really changed my perspective about all of this is I read somewhere um, 
Because I think that we can, at least I I personally, people, one of my friends told me once, you know, you're an actually person. I was like, what does that mean? They're like, you're always like, actually. <laughs> <laughs> so if that's not humbling, oh, I don't know what yeah, it is. Yeah, 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 I was going to say. <laughs> but um, What kind of friend was that? <laughs> yeah. A friend that I'm thankful for. A good friend. A good <laughs> right. friend. Yes. Faithful a are the wounds friend. of a friend. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, I loved hearing someone said, you're no one's guru. Like, right. no one is looking to you for all the answers. Right. No. Maybe, like you said, maybe you're someone's wise counsel in one area. Maybe you're part of one area of their wise counsel. Yeah. But you're, no one is expecting you to know everything. And by the way, I think that's what you're hitting on is so big for leaders because I think a lot of leaders because of insecurity want to play hero ball. Yeah, mm -hmm. totally. They want to be the one stop shop. Yeah. They want you to run by uh, dating questions and financial questions. I'd be careful those people because really what they're not able to identify themselves is they have a lust and thirst for control. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They want to control you. And I think it's always good. I try and always re re remind myself. Uh, no one owes me anything. Mm -hmm. No one is mine. Mm -hmm. No one belongs to me. Right. You know, everything is open handed and I'm not a guru. I, you know, like, uh, what is that Netflix one? My guru was that one that came out. There's a guru Netflix one. There is. Oh, let me see. My guru. Yeah. Go Google that one. But anyway, I'm, I, I want to live my life that it's like, I'm not a guru. I'm not yeah. an expert, but you know what? You can learn alongside of me. Mm -hmm. That's why I love uh, leadership. Lean into me was just this a podcast of going like my favorite subject to talk about is leadership. Let's talk about it together as a community and let's try and learn and grow together. And yeah. we're not going to be perfect, but as promised progress. Yeah, totally. You know? Just try and get a little bit better. Here's the third thing, and I and I I, I love this idea. Is um, is it not my guru? Did I, you find it? I didn't. Did I couldn't. You? Nothing was coming coming up. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna find it. I'm gonna find. It. We'll have to find it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's a Netflix guru one. It's gonna be out there. Leaner, if you're out there, you're gonna find it for me too. Um, it's all about people. It's all about people, and we're talking about um excellence over results. Um, really to me, I'm not, you know, I want to be as excellent as possible and not so tied up in results because I want to be alert and aware that all of life is about people. Mm -hmm. People are the solution. And I think a lot of times in leadership, we think, you know, people are the problem, but they are, they can be, mm -hmm. of course. But if you look at it, the better ways that they are the, both the problem and the solution, right? Love that. So everything you're facing right, right now is a people problem, but everything to solve is a, is a, is a people solution. Mm -hmm. And so I think making people feel uh, included, making people feel valued, making, um, you know, have, I put this down. You, when you love people, you've got a kind word, a thoughtful gesture, and a positive attitude. So good. To love people is to, to have this ability you know, in church, in the church world, we say people need to go to a place where they're they're needed and known. Mm -hmm. I think customer service and being a good leader is just seeing people. Mm -hmm. How do you separate the forest from the trees? How do you like see their life and their circumstance and what they're going through? And you know that old saying, you know, never judge someone until you've walked in their shoes mm -hmm. or lived a day, a day in their shoes. You know, yeah. mm -hmm. something along that effect. I think that it's about just leaning into people's world and going how do i add value to you we want nothing from you right and think about that if you're a good leader to me i think you kind of live 
in that whole, I live to bless, not be blessed. Right. I live to give, not take. I live to help, not be helped. I'm here to serve, not be served. That whole heart posture, that whole humility, that whole security it takes a very secure person to do yeah. this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you get this down, I think you can really add a lot of value to folks. Mm-hmm. And I think, I, by the way, I think you always have friends. Right. I think it's such a horrible feeling, which again, learning from your mistakes, when you have some sort of realization, when you have that aha moment of, man, these people or this person has poured so much into me. What have I done? Wow. And taking inventory and kind of looking it over and being like, okay, they've done the X, X, they've done Z, they've done Y, like all these things. And you think, well, what, how, how have I poured in? How have I been a leader here? And I know that something that I've done in those, in those situations it's that that thoughtful gesture. Is, yes. It's like we we can think so much. There's so many different ways to give, to pour out, to be a people first person. It's not just one thing. And I think that people think um, they can get caught up in the fact like I have to give this certain way. Right. And it's not that. A, a thoughtful gesture is, oh my gosh, you were talking about this on the last podcast or at uh, Staff Devotions about that guy who writes you those, yeah, the, the what is it? The great David Knuth, my friend DK, one of the most thoughtful class. I mean, to yeah. me, he's just the embodiment of class. He often sends me from a typewriter a short, maybe a paragraph, a short little thought, thank you, value, love, friendship, just a note. And then he'll put, he'll print out photos, you know, that we've taken together at a golf course or a Dodger game or somewhere we've been together. And if he doesn't use a photo, maybe he'll throw in some Laker basketball court cards. Okay. But it's like, it's it's the envelope that mm-hmm. makes an impression. It's the it's the it's the cardstock and the letterhead mm-hmm. and the typewriter. And what did that cost in total? You know, with with postage and printing, nothing. Right. Right. When I read that, I am ear to ear. And I, I am just like, I am endeared and I will be loyal forever. Yeah. I am now the president of the fan club. <laughs> I am doubling down on my commitment to the friendship and it cost him nothing. Right. So A thoughtful good. gesture. So good. And I, I think leadership is about having a kind word ready. Mm-hmm. You know, just, you, you know, walking by somebody, you know, you, you're amazing. Just think the yeah. world of you you know last night i went to a birthday party for a friend it was way too late at night to be there but I, this person <laughs> means a lot to me so you know and um his daughter you know I was, there's a big group of people and we're sitting in this booth and two actually two of his kids were sitting there and i just looked at one of the daughters and i was just telling her you're a star mm-hmm. you're a superstar i loved you from the day i met you met him you know five six seven years ago i love you from the day i met you when she was maybe you know 11 mm-hmm. And um, I'm committed to you. I love you know, and just trying to add kind words. Yeah, you know, and you know, because I know the role I play, mm-hmm. you know, in the family, and I think to me it's about finding kind words to say over your children, over your friendships, to your parent, to anybody. Mm-hmm. Ha- have a kind word ready. Right. You know, I think so often it's like we live in this culture that's so strong on opinions. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know a person in the world that's suffering from over-encouragement. Right. Yeah. I don't know a person. But people are craving just a little gas in their tank. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. So a kind word, a thoughtful gesture, a thoughtful gesture goes so far. And, 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 and then having that ability to have a positive attitude, just staying positive. I think the more positive your attitude and the more consistent you are in that, the more of a safe place you are for people. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. They go, I know I can go there because they're positive. Yeah. You know, yeah. by the way, to all the critical mean people out there, whether you like it or not, you're creating a reputation of you're dangerous. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and, pe- and people know it. Right. Pe- people go like, I, I don't, I don't know if I'm safer on them. I don't know if I want to share my true opinion. I don't want. I, I, that, that's a dangerous place. Mm-hmm. That's a dangerous person for me. So I kind of steer away. So you develop a reputation as a leader. What do you want to be known for? Right. Yeah. You know, I'd rather be known for that stuff. Yeah. You know. Absolutely. It's. I mean, I. I've, I can name you. Those people stick in your head. Those names. You. Those are the people when you drive by their house, you're like, well, I'm going to keep driving. Yeah, <laughs> I'm yeah. not going to stop and say hello. Yeah. You know, it's it's so, it reminds me, like, you build trust over a lifetime. You can yep. lose it in a second. In a a second. critical word, a, a critical attitude. Yeah. Just that negative attitude. Yep. It is not, it's not comfortable. It's not yep. encouraging. It's not safe. But, yeah, that reputation, it's... And, I, and I, I think, you know, you, you talk about, we're talking about excellence over results. And, and to me, um, excellence is not just the Nordstrom wrapping paper, mm-hmm. you know, and the presentation of an excellent watch. Chad, you're a big watch guy. You love watches. Love yeah, you love, yeah, and I love that. It's not just the Cartier brand. It's also right. the experience that I get yeah. with the people that represent the brand. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what leadership is about, going not just the product, but the service and the attitude. Here's the last thing I want to talk about. And, and, and that is being the type of leader that you, when you're committed to excellence over results, you're committed to the relationships that you have. And I think in, in, in life, I've learned that failure, well, let, let me say it this way. Success will bring you all the friends you want, but failure will bring you all the friends you need. Love that one. Right. And, and success is an attractor. It's like, uh, you know, money. Money attracts friends. Mm-hmm. If you're poor, you don't got friends. If you're, you got money, you got wealth, you got all kinds of friends. Success will bring friends out of the woodwork. You watch somebody that all of a sudden gets big or gets famous or, you know, they're, they're, they're on a rocket ship. The friendships just, because we're drawn to success. Mm-hmm. We're attracted to success. We want to be around winners. Mm-hmm. Winners win and we want to be around a winning spirit, a winning team, a winning attitude. It's like, I, I love the NFL. You're a big sports fan. Mm-hmm. It's like, if a, if a team starts winning, boom, the stadium fills. You start losing, we yep. can't get anybody to show up. It's amazing what the dub or the L does to the whole stadium, mm-hmm. the whole fan base, right? So we love being around. Success will bring you the friends you want. Man, I wanted to meet so-and-so. I wanted to go there. Well, I've always wanted. Man, they'll bring them out of the woodwork. Yeah. But failure Success, it, it'll bring you everybody that you've ever wanted to meet. Success, it, it attracts friends that you want. I want it. And we want, everybody wants to feel important, by the way. Everybody wants to feel significant. I don't even know if everybody wants to be a success, but everybody wants to feel significant. Right. Success will bring the friends that you want. But I'll tell you what, failure will attract the friends that you need. Yeah. These are two different groups of people. These are two different realities in your life. Mm -hmm. And when you fail, you're going to need some people that were born for adversity. You're going to need some people that are like, I don't need to be there in your high. I got you when you're low. Mm -hmm. And it's a crazy 
who they're very unexpected. Mm -hmm. They're not the people that were usually with you when you're on the mountaintop. They're just a whole different group. Usually if you're lucky, some of those same people are still with you. Yeah. It's rare. And some people are assigned to you in that, I think, but I think you have to think about your life. Will I be a fair weather fan? Yeah. Will I be known for people's life? I was there in the good, good. I abandoned the bad. If you're going to, leave somebody in the bad it needs to be calculated right. it needs to be like i'm confident in this i there's a reason why it's not it's uh, the disassociation is because of something maybe i can't uh, handle that um there's too much there um there's too much at stake right uh they broke my trust mm -hmm. so on and so forth i get that to be Excellence over results oriented to me is to be excellent when also things are not going good. Right. Absolutely. And going like, man, we lost momentum. Mm -hmm. uh, it, we're in the red. Everybody wants to be up and to the right. Mm -hmm. It's just not the reality of life always. Right. So w can you be a, a person of excellence, an excellent character, mm -hmm. even when the team's not winning, even when so-and-so's not doing that great? Can you stay the course mm -hmm. with them? Yeah. And I like that you use the analogy of the sports analogy when everybody is when the team's winning and everybody's filling the seats. Yeah. Everybody's there. Everybody's taking time to be there or just think this is the thing with results oriented cultures is when the business is doing well, everybody wants to be a part of it. The yeah. team is the team is excited. Look at the results that we're getting. Look at how well we're doing. That's a false narrative. Yeah. Because I love that you brought that up. A friend is born in adversity. So the everybody wants to be, you know, results kind of bring sort of a false sense of happiness, a false sense of joy, a false sense of security. Yeah. So when I'm in success, everybody's around me. So I feel like I'm doing something right, which, yes. yeah, we are technically. Yep. But when failure happens, it really reveals the real friendships, the, yep. the people that are actually secure with themselves to be around you. Yep. And I like that you say, you know, as as leaders, the biggest thing that we can offer people is, is can I say to people, follow me as I follow Christ? Yep. And that, that statement used to be a little bit weird to me because I was like, oh, maybe Paul can say that because he wrote like the entire New Testament and that's cool. <laughs> like it's Paul, right. but like, can I say that? And I kind of had a come to Jesus moment. Like if I can't say that, then I shouldn't be a leader. Like if wow. I can't say to other people, follow me as I follow Jesus, I, I, can't, I can't lead people because I'm following Jesus and my example to them is an example and it's an invitation mm. to lead. Mm. And so as a leader... I'm, I'm showing people, I love that you said this, I'm showing people how to, how to be a friend in success, yep. but I'm also showing people how to be a friend in failure and yep. in adversity when somebody has kind of gone off the path, when, yeah. when the results aren't the, what we would want to see, I'm, I'm showing people, I'm modeling that for people in those moments. Right, right. And I think that you, you know, you're, um, I think you're exemplifying true excellence. Mm-hmm. True excellence to me is not just the result of growth. True excellence is maintaining the same character in the good and the bad. Yeah. It's that I think a lot of times people face bad and their character changes. Mm -hmm. Man, when they were winning. Yeah. Man, they were who that swag. That confidence. Yeah. Wow, that who. It's Rocky 3. You were just talking about Rocky 3 the other That's day. Exactly like, right. Yeah. I'm winning, I'm successful. I'm not in the gym 
early not, in the morning. Yeah. I'm not as disciplined. Can you be the same person? Yeah. I just think, you know, um, I've I've been doing this, you know, f- for a couple decades now. And I have experienced in my life a few moments where um, I have momentum mm-hmm. or or another word that I would talk about with, with some of my peers would be relevance. Mm-hmm. And relevance is fickle. Mm-hmm. Relevance comes and goes or being hot. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, I've had some summers where it's like pff, you're traveling the world. Yeah. Some summers where you're like, we're doing three, four things. They're yeah. all good, but there's three, four things. It's right. not 10 things. Mm-hmm. I think that, you know, and that is a measure of not failure, but not winning at the same rate, mm-hmm. not having the same results. Yeah. I think that you have to, you have to boil it down to excellence to me so much as effort. Right. Yeah. Being engaged, mm-hmm. locking in, being passionate having purpose, having confidence, being sure about yourself, being a friend. Yeah. I don't care if you failed. You're my friend. Yeah. I don't care if you're not relevant anymore. You're my friend. Totally. And not being fair weather. So I think we have an awesome opportunity to put excellence at the forefront. I think this is what I have always been drawn to, this Bible character, Daniel. Mm -hmm. I've always been drawn to him. He wasn't excellent because he had results. His excellence brought results. Yeah. Yeah. He got favor. He got appointed. He got this. He got everybody could see. I see excellence. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I see effort. I see discipline. I see devotion. I see e- e- even in the midst of adversity, you're the same person. How do we promote that guy? You focus on excellence. The results will take care of themselves. Yeah. Totally. Leadership Lean In. We love you. We'll see you next time.